0: The Supreme Court has ruled that the Biden administration can continue to remove razor wire at the border that has been put there by Texas to inhibit illegal border crossings. What's going to happen now? Greg Abbott says he's not going to stand for this. What is this tension, this conflict going to look like, and how in the world did we get here? And why are Christians so confused about the immigration issue? We're going to talk about all of that and more on today's episode of Relatable, which is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com, use code Allie, check out. That's goodranchers.com, code Allie. Hey y'all, welcome to Relatable. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is having a wonderful week so far. Um, Also, great news. In addition to the merch that we announced yesterday, the Self-Love Won't Save You Valentine's merch, we just added crewnecks. So we've got t-shirts, we've got some little totes, and we've got stickers. And then we have these cute crewnecks. Self-Love Won't Save You, because it won't. And I guess I should just promote my book, where that message comes from. You're not enough, and that's okay. Escaping the Toxic Culture of Self-Love. Hey, Relatable. This would be a great little Valentine's Day package for the related gal in your life. You can get this book. It's available on Amazon, wherever. And then you can also get some relatable merch and you can put it in a little relatable tote for her. Give it to her on Valentine's Day. She will feel so loved. And you know what? You have no excuse, related bros, because I'm telling you right now, Valentine's Day is February 14th. So don't forget about it. Uh, all right, we got a lot to talk about today. We're moving moving on past the results of the Iowa caucus last week and then DeSantis dropping out. We analyzed that on yesterday. Uh, we analyzed that on yesterday's episode, rather, and y'all have given me your uh, very diverse and passionate opinions about that. Um, Now we are going to talk about something that uh, unites us all as conservatives, and that is the craziness that's going on at the border. We're going to talk at the end of the episode with Jason Buttrell, He's the researcher for Glenn Beck, and we're going to talk about this crazy documentary that is available for Blaze subscribers right now on Colony Ridge, this huge development in Texas that is targeting illegal migrants in other countries, telling them to come here into Texas and to live in this very uh, affordable uh, development. But there is even more than that uh, to this story, and so we'll be talking about that in relation to the main topic of today's episode, which is uh, what's going on at the Texas border thanks to the Biden Administration and the SCOTUS ruling from yesterday. Uh, So, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday sided with the Biden administration in a case involving roughly 30 miles of razor wire fence along Texas's border with Mexico, granting an emergency appeal, which allows Border Patrol agents to cut uh, the razor wire that Texas had installed along the border near Eagle Pass, Texas, while the litigation continues. So, it could be ultimately that Texas is uh, that Texas's right to put this razor wire in place is established, is recognized. But while litigation is going on, the Supreme Court ruled, oh yeah, the Biden administration can go and tear it down. Uh, A federal judge initially ruled in favor of the Biden administration, but then a decision by the Fifth Circuit uh, U.S. Court of Appeals reversed that decision last month, and then the Biden administration tried to uh, tried to appeal again uh, to the Supreme Court. The Biden administration argued that the wire impedes border patrol agents from reaching migrants as they cross the river, and that in any case, federal immigration laws trumps uh, Trump Texas's own efforts to stem the flow of migrants into the country. This is not the first time the Biden administration has tried to inhibit Texas from uh, securing its own borders. They've also said you can't use the buoys and the Rio Grande. Now you can't use the razor wire. They already can't uh, use very much force at all. They really just have to help migrants come into the country. There's really not much that they can do. Most people don't know that even the National Guard, uh, they're not able to use uh, fatal force. So even if they're watching the cartels traffic people across the border, there's really nothing that they can do about it. They are there to help bring the migrants across. And of course, the hope is that you can deport Um People, once they get there, but even that process is very difficult. I think a misunderstanding that people have is that everyone coming to the border, they're all these desperate, destitute migrants that are running for their lives. They're seeking asylum. They're all refugees. That is not the case. Most of these people have some kind of resources. They're paying the cartels thousands of dollars to get across the border. Um, It incentivizes trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, child sex trafficking. It incentivizes drug trafficking, gun trafficking. Um, It incentivizes chaos and evil. It is bad for the countries from which these people are leaving. It is bad for the people at the border. It's bad for the citizens of the United States. And uh, gosh, Christian women in particular, they get really caught up on this. They get really tripped up um, believing that the Bible's call For us to love the foreigner means that we must allow open borders, that we cannot enforce any kind of legal barrier at the border because that is rude, (laughs) that is evil, that is wicked. And because these people are made in the image of God, basically we are not allowed to enforce any kind of border or immigration law. But of course, that is allowing your brain to be turned to oatmeal. That of course is not right. That's not true. That's not good. That's not Righteous, uh, a country must be sovereign. and In order to be sovereign, so it can protect the right and the well being of its citizens, it has to have a border. And in order to have a border, you have to enforce the border. You have to have laws. You have to have a you have to have a prohibition on people illegally entering the country. And I've got more to say about that. Let me pause. Let me tell you about our first sponsor for the day. And that is Adele Natural Cosmetics. I love Adele Natural Cosmetics. I use them every day. I'm especially thankful for them in these winter months when my skin is just super uh, dry. Uh, It's very moisturizing, all holistic, completely natural ingredients. You never have to worry about fake toxic chemicals and fragrances and things like that. This is a family-owned company. The family that owns Adele Natural Cosmetics, they are Christians, they are unapologetic, Medically pro-life, you can feel really good about buying your products from them. Go to adalnaturalcosmetics.com, use promo code Allie, and you will save 25% off your first-time purchase. That's adalnaturalcosmetics.com. Use promo code Ally for 25% off. Adalnaturalcosmetics.com, code Alley. So, Christian women, I think, are empathy-shamed. They're empathy-bullied into being liberal on immigration saying, you know, we have to be welcoming to these people because uh, they are poor and destitute, and the Bible commands us to love the foreigner. Look, the Bible also, uh, also talks about the importance of Uh, being able to protect a city with walls Uh, a man without self-control is like a city without walls and that is not a commandment to build walls around a country but it does speak to the principle um, that not having protective borders not having a wall whether that is uh, an actual physical wall or just some kind of border enforcement that it causes chaos that it makes a, a the people inside the country vulnerable. Obviously, you know the story of Nehemiah um, and the, the wall that was built to protect God's people. There is actually... No principle whatsoever that is found in scripture that would say that having a border, that having a wall, that having barbed wire, that having buoys in order to protect the citizenry of a country is evil or wrong or bad or lacking in compassion. Um, It really is just a result of people's minds being turned to mush and it is uh, an inability to see things as they are. That mass migration, illegal migration, while it may benefit some people, it is bad. It's bad for the world. It's bad for the people migrating. It's bad for the poor people at the border on both sides of the border. It's great for the cartels. It's great for the most wicked people in the world, the most bloodthirsty people in the world. It's great for the rapists and the human traffickers and the drug smugglers at the border. It's awesome for them. It's awesome for the corrupt people in government who are lining their pockets because of uh, how the cartels are making their money through the trafficking across our poorest border. It's awesome for them. It's bad for everyone else. Um, and so it is actually not compassionate. It's not loving. It's not empathetic whatsoever to uh, to advocate for open borders or porous borders. And here's also what I ask, what I ask those who say, uh, you know, it's just inhumane. It's inhumane to allow this razor wire. It's inhumane to allow these buoys. It's inhumane to do X, Y, Z to protect the border. I want to know, okay, what, what Immigration enforcement do you support? What what method for protecting the border do you think is humane? Like should we just have people standing there saying, "Please do not enter. It would be awesome if you turned around. Oh, please oh, please. Can you not come in illegally?" Like do you think that we should be able to enforce our borders at all? And most of them will say, "Well, yeah, I think so." Most of these Christians wouldn't say that they actually advocate for open borders. They wouldn't call themselves communists, although that is a completely communist, radical position to say that we should not have borders, but they wouldn't call themselves that. Some might even say, oh, no, I'm a Christian conservative, too. I love America. Mm, Not so fast. Not really. I'm not saying that you're not a Christian, but you have no conservative values to speak of and you have no patriotism to speak of if you believe that we do not have a right to enforce our borders. Because you don't believe that we are a legitimate sovereign country. Again, a government cannot protect the rights of its citizens by enforcing the law if it is not a sovereign country. And in order to be a sovereign country, you have to have borders. So tell me, if you are not open borders, but you just say the razor wire is too mean, the buoys are too mean, tell me, what's your ma- what, it, what is your uh, suggestion? What's your method? What do you think is the best way to protect the border? And for those who say, oh, uh, deporting migrants, it is so inhumane. It's wrong. It's It lacks compassion and empathy and Christlikeness and whatever. You're for the sanctuary cities that we have in the country that refuse to comply with ICE. The ICE uh, when ICE wants to deport the violent criminals that are here illegally, these sanctuary cities say, no, we're going to protect them, we're going to release them from custody, and we're going to make it really difficult for you to find them. For the... Christians who support something like who support those sanctuary cities think it's wrong to deport. Like, do you think that there is any limitation on immigration that we should have? Do you think that we should be able to look at background checks? Do you think that we should be able to look at criminal history? Do you think that we should be able to turn anyone away? Or do you think it is justification enough for someone to come to the border and say, I come from a poor country. I want a better life. Can I please come in here? Do you think that we should be able to allow everyone in who says that no matter what? No matter if they're a terrorist, no matter if they are a sexually abusing pedophile, no matter if they are a member of the cartel. Do you think that the United States has any legitimate right to turn people away or to deport people? If so, okay. Let's talk about the methods then, because apparently you think ICE is evil. Apparently you think deportation is evil. Apparently you think razor wire is evil. I mean, do you remember that story of the Haitian migrants that were crossing the border illegally and border patrol on horses? They were trying to catch them because that is their job. And there was this picture that went around of the border patrol agent on the horse, like grabbing the shirt of a Haitian migrant in the evangelical world, lost it. They lost it. This is racism. This is slave patrol. This is just inhumane. I talked to one of the people who shared this. She would say that she is a Christian conservative. And I had a respectful back and forth with her, but I'm like, what? What, what are they supposed to do? They're not allowed to grab the shirts of illegal immigrants. They're not allowed to do anything to prevent them from coming over. What is what is the right thing here? How do you know this is racism and you are perpetuating this false narrative that is going to ruin the life of this Border Patrol agent who was just doing his job? He is a human, too. But this is what I mean by toxic empathy, by empathy shaming, empathy bullying, empathy manipulation. Christians especially are vulnerable to this. And we allow our emotions to lead rather than thinking, what's the truth about this situation? Is it important to have borders? How do we enforce those borders? What does that actually look like? Yeah, that is going to mean that some people who want to come here for a better life don't get to come here. And it's crazy because I think a lot of the Christians who would say, oh, gosh, America is just so mean because we don't allow everyone to come here who wants to come here. Like they wouldn't say that about any other country. Like if Zimbabwe was like, yeah, I'm sorry, we don't want everyone from America to come here because that's going to change what our country looks like. We have to be able to protect ourselves. We have to be able to protect our borders. And we don't want everyone to come here who wants to come here. I think that everyone in the United States who is against our border and our laws would say, yeah, Zimbabwe, yeah, Kenya, Like You have a right to do that. Good job. Good for you. You protect your land. You protect your culture. You protect your sovereignty. That's what you have to do. But for some reason, when America does it, when Western countries does it, we don't have the legitimate right to do that. We're white supremacists. We're racist. We're bigoted. We're evil. We're wrong. We have to apply Old Testament principles of allowing the foreigner In on our nation, but not on others. And by the way, that's a total misinterpretation of loving the foreigner. Uh, That is not a free pass for illegal immigration at all. Even in context, when you're looking at the command in the Old Testament for Israel to love the foreigner, and if you look at how the asylum seeker or how the foreigner had to interact with Israel, uh, they had to uh, they had to completely follow Israel's laws, in Israel's customs, in Israel's traditions. They weren't just allowed a free pass to come in and um, and live however they live however they want to. Actually, if we enforced the laws that Israel had in America today, some of the same people saying, oh, we have to love the foreigner and open the border would say that those laws were inhumane and not quite compassionate enough. And so this is an issue that I just see trip up a lot of Christians. It's good to have compassion for for people who are in destitute situations. Gosh, what a privilege and what a gift it is to be able to live in the United States. Thank you, Lord, for that grace. It's not something that any of us can take credit for. And we can advocate for common sense, legal immigration policies, and we can come to the table and debate what's right or wrong about that, um, about those policies. But the position that any enforcement, like razor wire, any enforcement uh, of our borders is wrong and inhumane and unchristlike it's just silly. It's a very silly, naive position. And again, it's unhelpful. It hurts the very people that you say that you're trying to help. Uh, Some people are stunned by this decision, by the Supreme Court, and of course they are disappointed that Justice Amy Coney Barrett sided with the liberals on this, and so did Justice Roberts. That's not completely unheard of. That only happens, by the way, on the conservative side. You always know which side the liberal justices are going to fall on because they follow ideology, whereas the conservative justices actually follow the Constitution and... The law, And so that means that there's going to be disagreement. There's going to be disagreement on interpretation. So that means Barrett, Kavanaugh, Roberts, they will sometimes go on the more uh, liberal side, even though I think that they're completely wrong. I think they're interpreting the Constitution and the law incorrectly. But um, you're going to get some disagreement there. You're going to get some diversity of views there, whereas on the progressive side of the bench, you're never, ever going to get diversity of views. They're always going to just follow ideology, Democrat Party platform. Um, So Amy Coney Barrett Roberts, they sided with the liberals saying, yes, the Biden administration has the ability to cut through this razor wire and just allow illegal migrants to come in. Um, This is what they have been trying to do and have been effectively doing for the past few months. Here's a video of the Biden administration last year lifting up this razor wire so illegal migrants could just walk on through. Yeah, that's insane. And it just makes you wonder why. Why? Right. Like, why does the Biden administration want illegal immigrants to come into the country? Most of them are men, military aged men. What is it for? Is it for votes or is it for something a lot more nefarious? Um, it is certainly an open society agenda that is being pushed by People at the World Economic Forum who do not believe in a nation's sovereignty, who hate the United States, see the United States as the enemy to, I know this is going to sound conspiratorial, but it's just, it's true. If you've listened to any of my episodes with Justin Haskins, you know that this is true. They see the United States and any uh, last vestige of uh, Western civilization as an obstacle to one world government. Again, I know you say one world government. And you're like, oh, that's just a conspiracy. But of course, that's what they want. They want to rule the world through the UN and the WHO and the uh, and the WEF. That's they're not even they don't even hide that. Like it's not even coded anymore. It's just what they say when they meet at Davos. That's what they want. Um, and so it is important for them. It's important for them to import mass amounts of people that don't have American values, that don't believe in a representative democracy like the United States, that don't believe in liberty, that don't believe uh, in freedom the way that we do, that don't have ties to American history and our founding the way that we do. That is a major inhibition. Uh, The values that we have, it's a major inhibition. To people at the WEF, of course, and and Biden is a part of that. He's been a part of that. And it's not just the Democratic Party. There are plenty of people in the Republican Party who have been for that as well um so texas is trying to fight back against this a new texas law is set to take effect in march which would allow all law enforcement in the state to arrest migrants who cross the border illegally the justice department again has sued arguing that the law would overstep on the federal government's authority over immigration texas is also in court fighting to keep a floating barrier of buoys and the rio grande to prevent migrants from crossing federal government does not want that um Texas has also been busting migrants from the border to Democrat-led cities across the U.S., some of which are trying to stop or reroute the arrivals. Uh, They've sent over 12,000 migrants to D.C. since April of 2022, 37,000 migrants to New York City since then, 31,000 to Chicago, 3,400 to Philadelphia, 15,000, almost 16,000 to Denver, and 1,500 to L.A. Um, And this is a move that I support because all these sanctuary cities who say that people in Texas, Texas and Arizona and California at the border that they should just deal with it. They should just deal with their property being ransacked, deal with the chaos and the crime that is exacerbated and enabled because of mass illegal immigration. Uh, Now they get a taste of it. Martha's Vineyard got a taste of it. These cities who pointed their fingers, wagged their fingers at people in Texas, now they get a taste of the policies that they voted for. And why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they? They voted for the sanctuary city. They voted for illegal immigration. They wagged their fingers at Donald Trump and cried when he said, yeah, we should build a wall and some of these people that are coming in are rapists and drug lords and terrible people. They said, oh, he's so evil and bigoted. All right, then take them, take them and see how you like the cultural enrichment. If diversity is our strength, then y'all are about to get a lot stronger. Why should you be whining about it at all? So when New York, for example, says, sorry, high schoolers, you've got to go virtual. Sorry, homeless people homeless citizens of the united states these homeless shelters are being emptied out these high schools are being emptied out uh these all of these uh, shelters abuse shelters they're going to be emptied out because we got to house migrants uh the voters of that state should say yeah we asked for this great this is this is this is what we wanted right um this is another problem that i have with people saying oh america first is wrong america first is so mean america first is not Biblical, no, America first is the responsibility of the American government. Yeah. Uh, Kenya first is the responsibility of the Kenyan government. France first is the responsibility of the French government. That's how it's supposed to work. That is compassionate. That is responsible. That is right. That is righteous. Absolutely. God gave us nations. God gave us borders. God gave us order. He is a God of order. He is not a God of confusion and chaos. That's Satan who loves those things. And so, in order to protect rights, Um, The rights that we believe as Americans, we have been given by our creator. Um, You have to have a government that puts the needs and the well-being and the rights of its citizens first. That means not allowing illegal migrants in the country, period. You can have legal means for people to seek asylum and to claim refugee status. That does not mean that we have to open our borders. Um, we've had hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of these people pouring in unprecedented rates. It's really scary. We don't know who these people are, what they're going to do. We're importing the worst, uh, ethnic and, uh, national and religious conflicts in the world right here in the United States. Um, all right got a little bit more to say about that until we have our conversation with jason but let me tell you about our next sponsor for the day and that is we heart nutrition another family owned a uh, christian company i love them i absolutely love their products i take their prenatal vitamins their omega-3s i also uh take their iron it's been so helpful to me and i just love that this company shares the values that you and i have right now they're doing an awesome giveaway a thousand dollars a thousand dollar giveaway on their instagram account it features products from several of my favorite sponsors like Adele, Carly Jean Los Angeles, Good Rancher, Seven Weeks Coffee, and of course We Heart Nutrition. You can enter the thousand dollar giveaway on Instagram at We Heart Nutrition. That's their at, that's their handle, We Heart Nutrition. The winner will be announced on Friday afternoon. So go ahead and enter that. The instructions will be on their uh, Instagram account and check them out. If you go to weheartnutrition.com, use promo code Allie, you'll get 20% off. They have a 15-day no-questions-asked return policy. Go to weheartnutrition.com, code Allie. All right, so let me just let me just read you uh, a couple things from Bill Malugan. Bill Malugan is a reporter From Fox News, and he has been uh, reporting on the border for a long time. He does absolutely excellent work bringing us the stories of what's happening there, uh, videos, pictures of what's happening there, just so we can see the massive scale of migration at the border and how our government allows it and even incentivizes it uh, by saying, you can come here, you can get all this free stuff, and don't worry, we're not going to deport you. Here's what happens here's what happens with illegal immigration, here's what happens in the sanctuary cities that refuses to comply with ICE. Here's a story. This is one of many, many, many stories that happens every year. Um, this is from, let's see, he reported this a couple days ago, a Honduran illegal immigrant charged with sexual abuse and carnal knowledge of a child in Virginia was released from Fairfax County jail. Fairfax County jail is very liberal or Fairfax County is very liberal. Uh, Fairfax County jail without notice after the sanctuary jurisdiction ignored ICE's detainer request. He then assaulted an ICE agent when they found and arrested him at his residence in Springfield, Virginia ice says and here is um another story because again this is just extremely common you can follow him on twitter and you'll be able to see all these stories that he tells often um an illegal immigrant from haiti charged with raping a developmentally disabled person in boston was released from jail into the community after the sanctuary jurisdiction in dorchester Uh, refused to honor ice's detainer request ice in boston just found and rearrested him and they call the local decision to release him without notice disturbing he uh, entered at a port of entry in brownsville texas in december uh 2022 where he was deemed inadmissible and released into the u.s with a future court date um and then he raped assaulted a developmentally disabled person in Boston. Just a reminder that every single crime, every single crime that is committed by an illegal migrant is preventable. That's why they're different from crimes committed by citizens. Yes, of course, citizens commit crimes. We know that. But the crimes committed by illegal immigrants are 100% preventable through border uh, enforcement, through legal uh, enforcement. And again, the people who say, oh, it's just so inhumane to put razor wire up. Really? Do you think it's humane to allow someone in that then rapes a special needs person in Boston? Do you think it's humane for the sanctuary city to say, oh, in the name of social justice and compassion, we're going to release this person so they can rape more people? It's evil. It's evil. It is evil to advocate for this stuff. And it's evil to advocate it for it, especially in the name of Christianity, in the name of empathy. It's really bad. All right. Um, I want to talk to Jason Buttrell now about this documentary about Colony Ridge. It's just absolutely insane what is happening there. And it just gives us a little bit of a, it gives us a a little bit of a picture into just what is happening and why, like why these people are coming, who's reaching out to them, who's telling them that they can come here. Um, How are they getting that message and who is taking care of them? once they are here. Uh, Here is a clip uh, from the documentary of Glenn and Jason um, flying over this community. Just to give you an idea of how vast this is, this is Sot One.
1: Look at the size of this. It's huge. I mean, it almost goes to the horizon. And that is not, we're not seeing the ends of it. That's just the develops. yes. By the time Joe Biden's out of office, there'll be about 10 million new people in here. We don't know who they are. Uh, 10 million people coming across our border. If, If you have 10 million people coming in, where are they living? You have to have things like this. You have to build whole communities. Again, the size of Miami. But look how many houses are yet to be built here
0: insane insane all right uh without further ado here is jason buttrell jason thanks so much for taking the time to join me i appreciate it thanks for having me yeah of course okay let's talk about this wild documentary about colony ridge just tell us what is colony ridge
1: colony ridge is this development uh down just a few miles uh away from Houston, like downtown Houston. So mm-hmm. if you're like in like close to the area of Colony Ridge, you can see the high rises from Houston. It's really close. Um, but there's this development that's, it's, I can't remember how many thousands of acres it is. Thousands of thousands of acres. And it hit the the news cycle. What was that like? I'm sure you saw it. It was like several months ago. I think the Daily Wire did something on it. The, the New York Post did something on it. And they were talking about how the developer was specifically targeting um, non-citizens. Um, come over to the United States, you know, we got this land, you can build your, you know, your dream home. It's the American dream uh, right here, right next to Houston.
0: How was, how was the developer communicating that?
1: So the, the, there was some controversy on that. Uh, of course, if you ask him, and we did ask him in the documentary, that you know, he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not targeting people in other countries. Um, he, for you know, in his words, uh, you know, the uh, Hispanics were very you know good on paying their bills. He uh, he wanted to provide like an entry level you know community. He's you know he's a humanitarian. You know that's how he was putting it off. You know, okay. I'm, I'm here for them. Um, so he would say, I, I wasn't targeting them specifically. Well, in the doc, you'll see, we, we talked to some people, uh, that actually answered the, some of these calls and they pointed out very specifically, there's social media people in South American mm. countries, places like Colombia, mm-hmm. that's just for them. Okay. And, and they'll have like, you know, if you if you've seen like. I don't know, like, uh, like South American, like advertisements for like car dealerships and mm-hmm. stuff. They do it in a very like similar way. Mm. they will get a really cute, pretty girl. And you know, she grabs all the attention and she's like, yeah, you know, just come over here. Blah, blah. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. And they usually will say, you know, make your home in America or something like that. Wow. It's clearly directed. Okay. At so like
0: this that. developer and what's his name?
1: John, John
0: Harris. Harris. And so he is using, at least in part, he's using, using social media and geo targeting people in these countries who might be interested in coming here, putting up social media advertisements, targeted posts saying, oh, come on over to Texas, come on over to Colony Ridge. We'll make it super easy for you to live here.
1: That's correct. And Again, if you talk to him, he's just the good guy in this. Anyone else that's concerned about it? He's
0: like George Bailey from It's a Wonderful who Life. Is yeah.
1: exactly right, Allie. <laughs> and and Glenn even mentions that in an interview. He's like, "Who are you in It's a Wonderful Life?" And he's like, "No, I'm not George Bailey." Oh, um, wow. But yeah, so it's, it, it, it's 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 really crazy. You you kind of get I got multiple things off this documentary. So one, the people that are that claim to just you know they're the the compassionate ones. You know for immigration, they want to give people a better life. Really, is is, is that the case? Um, you know because this guy actually seems like he's targeting the people that cannot fight him back. Mm. And Ali, I interviewed this. It's a gut wrenching interview mm-hmm. um, where I talked to a woman that. So she's actually legal. She's a United States citizen. She's one of the only United States citizens that we talked to there. And um, she was in tears because she was just about to get foreclosed on in our house. And the situation she described was there's this land, but it's not developed at all. There's all these extra fees that you never knew about that you would have to you know, put into your home. For instance, it floods like crazy there. Of course, when you talk to the developer, it's not a floodplain. Uh, there's isolated incidents, but it's not the norm. Well, she said this happens all basically every time it rains over there. And every time it would rain, all the rain would come through and wash out all of the property around her home. And they would have to pay upwards of like $400 per truck full of like, you know, dirt and stuff to fill all that back in. She's like, I, we, we, you can't pay for that. And it's just constant every time it rains, nonstop, nonstop. So now they're behind on their mortgage. I'm not sure if she has been foreclosed on at this point. She was on the verge of it being foreclosed on when we spoke to her back in December. But she is one of the lucky ones. And I say that kind of oddly because she so she's unlucky for, you know, getting falling for this trap here in this in this uh, development. But she's lucky because she is a citizen and she can fight the, dev- the developer on these things. Mm. She can take him to court. But okay. she was like the rest of the, the rest of the people he targets and in her opinion very specifically they're not going to go to the courts.
0: They can't. They can't. Yeah. Because they're going to get illegal. deported. Okay, so he's less like George Bailey and more like Potter in this situation. He's yeah. making basically yeah. Potter Town. He's making a bunch of these. Maybe they look like uh, nice new development, new construction houses, but he knows that they're maybe on bad foundation mm-hmm. and a bad area. These He's going to make a quick buck off of these people by charging them, I think it was like $1,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... When their property is destroyed, they're not going to be able to sue them. They're not going to be able to fight back. Uh, we have a clip of your wife, actually, opposing yeah. uh, as someone <laughs> who wanted to purchase a house. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the English translation at the bottom of the screen. If you're just listening to this, then we will do the translating for you after this clip. But here is Jason's wife um, calling this development and saying, uh, yeah, I would like to purchase a home, but I'm illegal. Is that okay? Here it is.
2: ¿Cuánto dinero necesitaría y cuánto cuesta? Mil dólares. Ah sí, sí, sí puedo ir para allá para sí. Si, sí si podemos negociar. Claro que sí, voy para allá. Sí. Perfecto, entonces a poner como fecha tentativa el 22 de diciembre. Pues, estaría muy encima de Navidad. Okay, muchísimas gracias. So, um, I qualify. I don't need anything but my passport and any other type of ID. No documents. It's not necessary to have documents. It's not necessary to have anything, as long as you have uh, one thousand dollars down.
1: Thousand dollars down, foreign passport and even a foreign ID.
2: Exactly, I don't have to be legal. They said that I'm gonna be closing the 22nd of December. So I'm qualified, I'm getting a land, because I have my thousand dollars. You're a landowner. Yes, finally.
0: (laughs) Okay, and so we couldn't play the entirety uh, of this clip for everyone, but basically, she said, uh, "Oh yeah, I'm illegal. Is that a problem? Can I still close?" The other person said, "Oh, don't worry. We do the financing in house. That's no problem. You don't have to be a citizen. All you need is a thousand dollars, and we'll be able to close before Christmas." Obviously, this was a couple months ago. Now. All right. I guess that that is, that was super easy. We saw the phone call. I mean, there were no hurdles that she had to jump over besides that $1,000. And I'm guessing that's what's happening across the board.
1: Yep. All across the board. So, you know, I, there, there are a large amount that can somehow make it work and they'll stay there for, you know, a while, several years. And, and we talked to them and met them and by and large, they're, they're pretty happy about it because compared to their situation where they came from, yeah, of course, they can actually make it work here. But I think it was there. They have more foreclosures in that area, in the Colony Ridge area, than all of the DFW metroplex. Wow, absolutely insane! And I think that's what the developer counts on. He counts on. Ugh, that's so evil. So this this was kind of the biggest story alley because if you looked at some of the other reports, it was almost like it was you know. Afghanistan or, you know, Iraq, and it was like a war zone here. And that's not really what we saw. There was crime there. There there were things that were that were bad. But um, it seemed like to me the biggest thing here was a guy claiming to be that he just had the greatest big heart, you know, and it's all about, you know, helping out the migrants and the Hispanic community when in the reality of it was I'll target these people that cannot fight me back we'll bring them over here chances are because of the foreclosure rate they're probably going to lose the place anyway but not until they put in a few thousand dollars in building up this this land yeah then after they foreclose i can sell it for even a larger amount to another group of illegals and there's and the process and the cycle continues and
0: continues wow and yeah. does the government of texas do they know
1: hoof so yes um I am confused to this day on where that stands. Now, we tried to get um, an interview with multiple government officials. Um, They did not talk to us. We know, and this is in the documentary, that uh, one of the brothers, um, the Harris brothers, one of them, not the one we spoke to, but the other one, had given over a million dollar contribution to Governor Abbott. Now, when we asked the developer about this, he didn't really have a good answer for it. And then Glenn in that interview asks him, come on, who all is on the take? You know, there's gotta be a lot. And I'm just gonna save it for the documentary. Yeah. Watch what his response is. Yeah. It's pretty eye-opening.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, everyone absolutely has to go to it's blazeriginals.com, right? Yeah. And you gotta you gotta watch this whole thing. It is absolutely mind blowing. So the Biden, uh, the Biden administration, their DOJ actually uh, has a lawsuit against Colony Ridge, correct? Yeah, because of this predatory lending, exactly dishonest. What we saw. Yep. Yeah, dishonest sales practices. So, at first, when I heard this story, I was thinking, okay, Biden's federal government is behind this, and they actually want this incentive for. Illegal migrants, illegal immigrants to come over and to live here, because, of course, we know from the SCOTUS case, they want illegal immigration and they want the border to be torn down. They certainly don't believe in any inhibition for these people to come over here. Um, But that's 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 not the story here. That's not the story here. The story is the predatory practices of this person who is making a buck off of people who I won't say are completely destitute. If you've got $1,000 to put down, you're not completely destitute, but who are vulnerable enough not to be able to support themselves after they have put down the $1,000, right?
1: Yeah, so that's... I think that's the main part of the story here, but I think you actually are still onto something with what Mm. you, you know, previously thought about it because I I don't see how the federal government does not turn a blind eye on this in some way. Hmm. Um, They are going after the predatory lending because I really don't think they can just, I don't think they can ignore that anymore. There's gotta be a case. I know there's still, I know the, the, I think it's the Texas Senate um, is still pursuing avenues to go after Colony Ridge, but I mean, If you fly over, and we did, if you fly over Colony Ridge, you see the vast amount of of land space out there. And then you consider the actual numbers of people in these locations. I think in December, there was, again, another record shattering number of illegals that had crossed the border. I think it was around 300,000 last month. Yeah, We're breaking a new record. It's insane. Insane. Every year we're breaking a record. That is the new norm, is the record-breaking amounts of people coming across. Mm -hmm. Now, if you think about all those people, you look at that land. That's going to start popping up all over the country. Now, it behooves the government, and put on your tinfoil hat with me for a second, even though I don't think it's needed, but it behooves the government. If you want to change demographics, if you want to go to certain locations where you don't have a stronghold in, um, Texas, Florida, um, places like that, you know, solid red state places, just have these communities. Ted Cruz won by a sliver the last time. I think just the amount of people that would be in Colony Ridge uh, in the next couple years after they have some more growth would hand the 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 uh, the election over to Beto O'Rourke last time. Yeah, that's how small some of these margins are. Yeah, you can read into that what you want, but I mean, I, I mean, I, if they want to continue to grab power in locations where they are not going to be able to grab power in the say in the next say five to ten years, yeah, just keep letting this happen, and it will happen.
0: Quick pause to tell you about Jace Medical. All right, things are crazy things are chaotic. Who knows what's going to happen this year. We want to make sure that we are prepared for our families. We don't want to be paranoid, but we do want to be prepared. So you want to make sure that you have your food and your water supply in place, but you also need an emergency stash of medications that you might need. I'm talking about your uh, daily prescriptions that you and your family rely on, but also some popular antibiotics that are used for the most common infections. You're going to need antibiotics if something should happen and you're not able to get them through the traditional means. That's why Jace Medical exists. You go through their telemedicine process, which is totally confidential. And they get you a year supply of the common antibiotics that you might need and also your daily prescriptions. This is just another way to make sure that your family is taken care of. Hopefully you'll never need it, but it gives you peace of mind knowing that you have it. Go to jacemedical.com, enter code ALI at checkout for a discount on your order. That's jacemedical.com, code ALI, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what, this is such a a good example of how I talk a lot about like toxic empathy and how empathy is used by the progressive side to Mm -hmm. get, I, I say Christian women, but really a lot of different kinds of people to be on their side in a certain issue. When it comes to immigration, they play upon people's emotions and say, look at these poor people coming from these countries, the most loving thing to do is to tear down the barbed wire, to tear, to take away the buoys, to just allow these people to come in because they're all asylum seekers, they say. But that, empathy, that form of toxic empathy inhibits people from seeing the other side of this. The other side is that you are then incentivizing people to make a very dangerous trek to come here with nothing and to get preyed upon by bad actors who, of course, are going to exploit their vulnerability and their poverty. And so that's why illegal migration, that's why mass migration is not actually empathetic. It actually hurts the very people that the progressives say that they're trying to help. And this is just one of many examples of that.
1: Oh yeah, and mass migration. I, you know, populations are being deliberately moved all over the world right now, and you can go all the way to. I mean, this is this is W F World Economic Forum week. Yeah, um, they're one of the biggest pushers on this. Yeah, um, in league with like organizations like the UN yeah. that work with um, uh, the UN's uh, What's the Office of Migrant? Uh, immigration, I can't remember what the the actual acronym is, Mm -hmm. Um, but groups like them, Doctors Without Borders, did you see that muckraker.com disclosure of those maps a couple of weeks ago where uh, they obtain these maps from the UN and from Doctors Without Borders that provide detailed routes starting in Panama going all the way up through Mexico with stops, with these little uh, logos that show where they can go to bed down for the night, where they can go to get food, where they can get medical assistance and get all the way up to the border. Now, you know that the international community, all all the people that are pushing this, know what happens at the Mexico-US border. Fox News did a report, I believe it was last week or a couple weeks ago, that talked about a shootout at the Arizona-Mexico border that was absolutely insane. I've been to Afghanistan. That's exactly what it sounds like in a war zone. That was a war zone. They talked to some of the cartel people off the record. and They said, this is all because of the migration. They said that nobody wants to work in the drug trade anymore because there's too much risk in getting caught. Um, but with all the migrants, we charge or $2,000 a head for each migrant to actually be able to, for us to allow them to cross into mm, the United States. The cartels do. The cartels two thousand ahead yeah in 2021 they money. made 13 billion dollars billion billion Billion. wow this was before everything got crazy so now it's way more oh my gosh so this is ramping up who is making money off of this yeah who is getting cut in with the cartels to be able to allow to operate there yeah of course these these are just you know obvious questions and but the mexican
0: but, government i mean they don't really have an incentive to stop it
1: no they're, i mean there was it uh i think this year they're Their equivalent of the head of the FBI just got arrested in the United States for working with the cartels. Yeah. A few years before that, their defense secretary also got nailed for that. Yeah. They're all in on it. Right. Who in the United States is in on it? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I, Ali, I personally really believe that will come out. Yeah. Eventually.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I don't even know if they're hiding it necessarily. I mean, they're suing the Biden administration sued the state of Texas to be able to remove barbed wire from. Oh, I mean, that gosh. is like the most like innocuous barrier. That's basically barbed wire buoys is basically the the equivalent to saying please don't, please don't. Like it's not guns. You're not using lethal force. You're not even putting your hands. It's just a, it's just a symbol. Of course, it's more than a symbol, but it's a signifier to say, please don't. Right. Okay. And the Biden administration is saying you can't even do that. You can't even say please don't.
1: Right. And they're the only thing the Texas government was doing was providing assistance. Yeah. They were providing help. So if there was nothing else larger going on here, wouldn't the government say? thank you so, so much for all your help. We yeah. can use all the help. Biden himself has said he he wants to do something about the border, but he said Congress won't give him the money to do it. Well, Texas is saying, and Governor Abbott, we got the money, we'll help you out. Yeah. But they're not letting them. Now, why is that? Yeah. That is absolutely insane. This is a crazy, I don't know what you said on this earlier, but this is such a crazy precedent because if I'm, you know, if, so they didn't give an explanation for why SCOTUS did this. I can only imagine that the argument was on a constitutional look. This is a federal issue. Yeah, the border is federal.
0: It was. So, yeah.
1: so that. So I. So I understand that. But the weird precedent is: has there ever been a case where there's been a federal mandate that they refused to enforce? Yeah. So the state had to step in.
0: Right. Right.
1: I. I. I can't think. Mean, there probably has been, but I can't think of that. Yeah. So what then does Texas do? Right. They, they kind of have to hold their ground.
0: So that's basically saying that not only is the federal government declaring that we as a country don't have borders, but you as a state, you don't even have borders.
1: Right. You, you, that's
0: essentially what it's saying. You do not have borders because a border that's not protected isn't really a border, right? Mm-hmm. OK, so we're just one with Mexico now. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: I mean, it's crazy. And what the what the federal government is is kind of pushing on this is you know what the bubba effect is
0: mm-hmm. no i think i've i've heard maybe you talk about it so I, I probably have yeah. the,
1: the, so the bubba effect is when the people that are, are are in charge of enforcing the laws like the police or the mm-hmm. state or the federal government oh yes when they decide not to do right. that then the people feel like they have to step in and then do bubba it for steps them in. the bubba yeah. steps in so what they're kind of uh, put, what the federal government's kind of pushing here is a statewide bubba effect Mm-hmm. where if they refuse to do their job then the state has to come in now if the state is also forbidden from doing the job the federal government refuses to do what do the people of that state start doing yeah right i'm i'm not advocating for that but that's yeah. what this what leads to what are you to.
0: supposed to do right what are you supposed to do and i saw tucker carlson's tweet Who said, he said, okay, so where are the men of Texas? Uh, I don't like that. But I mean, well, what are the, and my question is, well, what are they supposed to do? Mm -hmm. You know, what are they supposed to do? What are the men of Texas supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, you think that anyone's going to let, just civilians get away with trying to protect the border. It's not going to happen.
1: This is this is OK. This is a very important conversation that should be done nationwide yeah. on a multiple, multiple issues. Yeah, because let me just answer that as a man of Texas. I, I'm, a, I'm a man of a lot of anger that I've had to really get under control since I was a kid, which I have done. But my inner head tells me, go down to the border right now. Go down to the border right now because they're not doing it. This is your home. Defend your home. That's what my inner voice tells me to do. Now, my years of experience have told me to like pull back on the reins, like hold on there, buddy. Yeah. Um, but there are there will be a lot of people that have that that notion, you know, that yeah. urge. And I didn't agree with Tucker saying that. I agree with a lot of stuff Tucker says, but that just almost seems like you're saying, look at all that gasoline, and then flicking your cigarette on it, yeah. you know, and, and sitting back and watching what happens. Well,
0: James Lindsay says that uh, it's a psyop. And that the government is trying to push conservative Americans uh, to do something that will then lay the groundwork as January 6th did for the government to take even more control.
1: I mean, that's that's the day and age we're in. You know, we really have to be on the lookout for things like that, because I don't I mean. The government wants more and more power. How do they get more power? They look at a misstep. Some chaos. Chaos, exactly. Use that as a ladder and climb it on up as far as you can. But yeah. I mean, look at the Oof. things that we've given up since January 6th. Right. I mean, we have Patriot on steroids yeah. where they're going after grandmas, you know, yeah. just for the, as in their words, shock and awe effect. Right. That's not the country I want to live in. Right. Where the Department of Justice thinks they have to shock and awe me into line so they can get even more power.
0: Yeah. Right. It's so scary. Let me (sighs) shock, shock and awe. But not it's not just January 6th. It's also pro-life advocates. Yep. I mean, thankfully, Mark Hague was uh, acquitted, but he's the Catholic dad that he had the. Uh, he had officials, the FBI show up at his house, guns drawn, this dad of seven and in front of his children arrested him. Why? Yeah. Because he pushed back a pro-abortion protester who was in his 12-year-old son's face harassing him. And the government said, I'm sure for shock and awe, well, we're going to show up at your house, basically threatened to kill you because that's what it is. If, if you don't come with us, we've got our guns here. We're going to kill you in front of his children. That is the... The government. That's the Biden administration. If you oppose them on abortion, on immigration, on whatever it is, even in a peaceful way, well, they're going to take away your freedom.
1: Absolutely. People were arrested for praying at abortion. Praying, Allie. So what does that do? How many people, just regular peaceful people were like, you know, I'm really, I'm going to go and pray too. I'm going to do it. How many of them said, ooh, after they saw what the feds did. Is it worth that? Is it worth it? I'm not going to let my voice be, you know, be heard anymore. Of course.
0: And that's exactly what they want. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly what they want. And of course, the whole conversation about, oh, the right just wants power. Donald Trump is a fascist, Christian nationalism and theocracy and whatever, propaganda is out there of course it's projection the opposite is true it's not that the biden administration and the left want power they have it they have it and they're wielding it with their bayonets mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that people comply to make sure that you don't even pray in a way that opposes the regime
1: amazing i don't yeah I, I, ali i don't know where this ends i really don't i don't either but could you make the argument that if texas doesn't defy the scotus ruling that it won't stop there, that it will continue.
0: But what does defiance look like?
1: Where does it escalate? I guess that's where I'm, I mean, I guess Texas could say, no, you're not, you know, continue to not let the border patrol on the border, continue to keep the razor wire there and the buoys. They say, no, we're just not going to listen to you. Yeah,
0: I mean, practically, because we've already seen We've already seen video of the federal government coming in, scooping up the barbed wire, allowing migrants to walk under it, like practically physically. I'm not sure what it looks like for Texas to say, no, you're not going to do that. That's where things get. And I don't say this in a good way, but. Interesting. Yeah. Like, what does that resistance look like? It's going to be more than Governor Abbott just saying no. I read
1: I read the court documents that uh, that the government submitted through the DOJ uh, when this whole thing started with the Constantino wire and uh, they they added to it when the Texas National Guard went on the border and actually physically stopped the border patrol and it just sounded kind of hilarious actually it was <laughs> it was a couple of, like direct quotes from the border patrol saying oh, we couldn't get to the border cuz those Texan National Guard guys with guns were standing there it was just so funny to me yeah. cuz i don't know, I, I was kind of proud to be a Texan in a way yeah. you know what i mean cuz I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I really do not know where this ends, because I yeah. don't. I guess it depends on how far the government is willing to take it. Yeah. But when you are a federal government that has shown that you don't really care what SCOTUS says anyway, uh, Biden just, uh, you know, uh, forgave how many more billions in student loans? Yeah. That's already been ruled by SCOTUS. You can't do that.
0: Yeah. They so they care.
1: kind of took that first step. Yeah. Do we now take that step with uh, the border? And if we don't. What does that say when they say we're going to, you know, that Second Amendment thing? Yeah, we don't really mind about that. That First Amendment thing. We're going to keep chicken away at that because you've shown that when we push, you don't shove back. Yeah. But that's, again, another question, because I don't know. I'm I'm not an advocate for pushing that as far as it should go. I, yeah. You know, that, that ends of in course. scary. It, of course. And I don't
0: think anyone wants that. I certainly don't want that. I don't want violence. I don't want this right. kind of conflict i i don't know i also don't know where it ends up because what what we've realized is that like the constitution and the rule of law isn't really just a piece of paper it's not just words it's really about will that is what the law comes down to the law is what uh the person in power is willing to do and at the end of the day someone who is willing to do something when they are in power overrides what scoda says apparently I mean, that's what the Biden administration has proven, that they don't really care what SCOTUS says. So wild. It is wild. Well, Jason, thank you so much. And thank you to you and Glenn for uncovering this. It's very fascinating. I really encourage people to go to uh, BlazeOriginals.com. And um, I think that there is a promo code as well. I don't know what it is, but we'll put it in the description of this episode so people can click on it. I think you can get a discount and you can watch the documentary in full. Jason, thank you. Thanks for having me.